You're listening to the Spontaneous Community Podcast. This week, we get into our upcoming events of the week, such as the return of the Ultimate Chicken Challenge on Tuesday, our Realm Hangout on Wednesday, and our very first brand new event this Thursday that we're calling Adventure Mode. You definitely don't want to miss this one. We've never done anything like it before. We chat a bit about Outset SMP and our community modded server, Vassant Rising, but we also get into some talk on anime and the idea of running a few tabletop sessions for our community in the Discord. And of course, a whole lot more. If you want to send in any of your own questions, you can do so live every Monday at 8 p.m. Mountain Time on our Discord server or send in an email to spontaneous at gmail.com. Whoa, Chris, welcome, welcome. Isn't it late for you? Shouldn't you be in bed right now? <laughs> You're actually awake for one of these. Yeah. Shouldn't you be asleep? Isn't it close to two or three in the morning for you? The 3 a.m. gang. <laughs> well, Chris, I'm happy for you. <laughs> Uh, but go to bed. But if you don't, it was fine. We'll, we'll, uh... Oh, it's nonsensical as well! I got confused there for a second. I thought, you're, both your names are purple. I thought one of you was yelling at me because I called the other one by the other name. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh... I'm kind of excited for this week. We've got a couple things I wasn't originally planning on doing. But I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. We've got... Tomorrow we're doing the Ultimate Chicken Challenge 2. A long time ago, we did the Ultimate Chicken Challenge, where it was a, uh, it was all of the subscribers, I believe, I, I named a chicken after. And that was back when we were doing SevTech Ages of the Sky. And then we did this challenge where we would slowly start doing different things, and whatever chicken moved out of a certain area first, we would kill. And we kept doing that until the, uh, the last chicken remained. The idea was, is the, la the, the, the chicken that was afraid to leave the box... Um, yeah, was the most afraid to leave the box would be the ultimate chicken, which James was the ultimate chicken. But we're going to do the ultimate chicken challenge, too. But we're going to be doing that tomorrow, this time on the realm. So anybody will be more than welcome to come out and uh, participate in it physically. And uh, we'll be able to see who the ultimate scaredy cat chicken is. <laughs> so I think that'll be a lot of fun. So basically, I've got a, I've got a few things set up so that uh, people can participate. We'll still have all of our subscribers in as chickens, so they'll get an extra chance uh, so we can keep up with the tradition. And uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. If you're wondering what time it is, the best place to check is the events. It should do the time conversions for you. I, I have everything set up for the regular uh, stream time. So uh, yeah, every stream and every event that we ever do in, whether it's here on Discord or on Twitch or YouTube, it'll always be an event. So it'll always be, time will always be able to be found out. Hey there, Bla uh, Black Blue Wolf, welcome, welcome. It's good to see you as well. I'm, uh, yeah, so I'm excited for that. I've got three different things planned. Uh, one of them we might not do if nobody's interested in participating in it. Otherwise, we've got the two others so we can go and figure out who our ultimate chicken is. And, uh, unfortunately, Kohajin might have to pass on the title of ultimate chicken to someone else. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But I think that's going to be kind of fun. So I've got that planned for tomorrow. And then, uh, yeah, Wednesday we're going to be... Shoot, what did I decide we were doing Wednesday? I don't even remember. When Oh, that's right. Wednesday, we're opening up my realm again. So this is the world that we did a little while back. I think nonsensical. I think it was you, me, and Sigma, and Epsi were the ones that were on it the most that week. But it's the same world. We're going to open that back up and hang out on there. I'm pretty sure I've still got that world. 
I'll have to double check. I'm pretty sure I've still got it. I hope I've still got it. <laughs> I think I do. At worst case scenario, we'll start another one. But yeah, I wanna. I just wanna hang out and play some vanilla Minecraft. So I uh, thought might as well open up so anybody can join. And then Thursday, whoa, Thursday. I'm super pumped. I've been planning this for a while now. Uh, yeah, so subscribers can still join even if they're even if they even if they're already chickens. <laughs> yeah, you got nothing to worry about, Chris. Anybody will be able to physically participate in it, but then there will be a couple other things where we'll throw in some uh, some some chickens uh, with some name tags on to uh, to spice things up a little bit. You're gonna be you're gonna be there an hour early. <laughs> but yeah, so a, a thing I've been planning for a while now. I'm calling it adventure mode. I don't know. I don't. I don't have a good name for it yet. But I think adventure mode is is a good way of putting it with the question mark after adventure, where essentially it's a game mode where um, I'm gonna start a, my, a world in Minecraft, and my goal is to defeat the Ender Dragon. Anyone else can participate in it and play on it, uh, but they basically have to. I mean, they can do whatever they want. But the uh, the base idea is that they have two decisions. They they can either join me in the fight against the Ender Dragon. Or they could decide to side with the Ender Dragon and try to stop me from defeating it. But the catch, everyone except for me is in survival mode. So the only way that our, or sorry, or sorry, everyone but me is in adventure mode. I'm in survival mode. So the only way our adventure mode characters can get things is from me. Or at least the base resources. I don't know if... If, if one of you, if someone in an adventure mode gets an axe, I think they can cut down trees. I think. But if the axe breaks, then they can't anymore. I don't, I don't know exactly how all that stuff works. Um, no, Chris, you, you are unable to place blocks, but you can interact with everything. Yeah, so in adventure mode, you can craft, if, if you have sticks and stone, you can, uh, um, you can craft it into, the, into things, you can use storage places, you can use furnaces, I'm pretty sure you can interact with all of that stuff, you just can't physically place blocks, and you can't break them un under normal means. It, we'll have to, we'll find out tomorrow if you guys can break blocks, if you have the right tool, uh, so that'll be interesting. I don't think you can though. I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah, you don't think we can? Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I, I don't I know there's certain adventure mode maps where if you had specific items you could use them to interact with and break certain things, but I don't know if they had a bunch of command blocks or all sorts of crazy things in play to be able to uh to get it going. Um so we'll uh we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I've been I've been trying to figure out some stuff for this for a while. I'm really hoping it's a lot of fun and people enjoy it. Um, and if so, I've got some other iterations of it in the future that I'd like to do. And we'll but we'll see we'll see how this Thursday goes. But yeah, it's something we've been talking about in the uh, in the the subscriber lounge for a while. Kind of uh, well, I guess not really for a while. It's been like two weeks hashing out a couple different ideas. Some people have DM'd me as well after with some different questions, and I'm really excited for it. So. Imagine all the crafting tables people will make, but not be able to place. <laughs> oh, nonsensical. It's going to be amazing. Because, well, what, what I, I, the idea that I like about it is we're not doing anything where you kill me and it's over. Uh, it's just, you just want, the goal is to just hamper me as long as possible. I'm still going to keep going and trying to get through. We'll place beds. Um, what's great is I can place beds. 
and you guys can't break them. So that means we can have spawn points. People can uh, right click on them to choose their spawn points, but we don't have to worry about other players trolling and destroying the beds, making it so that everyone else spawns really far away. So I can keep moving the spawn point along with us, which is going to be really awesome. And what I really like about this is I've seen a few other things done like this before where uh, like a streamer brings a bunch of people on to go and beat Minecraft and it's always fun, but occasionally watching some of them, there's there's like a player or two that are really, really good and they just basically speed run ahead of everybody else and they go off and do all these different things. But this kind of forces us all to kind of keep playing together in the general vicinity because uh, there's no other way to really get stuff. You could kill mobs and get drops and things like that, but to uh, to actually get things, it's, uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting. I wish Minecraft had a Twitch integration because I had another idea you could do, Spencer. So there are different mods that you can get that have Twitch, or maybe that's not mods, but you can do Twitch integration. So there's, some people have done streams where they have a point system where you can the as you're watching you gain points and then you can use those points to summon different things most of them have to do with bits and that's why i've never done those because i i don't want to i don't want to give enticing reasons I, I, that's not the right word for it but i just don't, i don't like the idea of that uh especially with a small if it was a big community it wouldn't be that big of a deal but i think with a small community it really feels like there's a lot of pressure put on like a small amount of people to to donate bits to be able to uh to have stuff happens uh there's a few of them i've looked of all the ones i've looked at channel points weren't possible but um i might one of the th ways i thought about doing it is having it set up where i have like a mod um a part of things where they would come in and like we would do different polls or stuff like that or they would be in charge of spawning things that people um request or suggest uh so there's a there's a few different things but then usually usually that involves having to to time things out with other people and with the time that i stream uh most people most people are usually doing other stuff where they have like uh like the, the people that I usually would uh, talk to for uh, that I've I've almost invited to be mods before, um, they're usually kind of busy doing other stuff just because time zone differences are crazy. But yeah, I have thought about doing the the second uh, the secondary person. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> so I, I have thought about it. I don't know. I'm. It's but it, it's just tough because I don't I don't I honestly don't think my community is big enough that I really want to worry about having mods because well, i say my community our community because realistically until we get until it gets to the point where chat's moving so fast that i can't keep up with chat then it where i mean like constantly like non-stop then uh then it doesn't really then I, it's fine i can i can handle everything if if i'm if i bring in a mod then i feel like i'll get lazy and i'll stop paying attention to certain things and uh, it's important that I set the precedence of what I think is right and what I want to see in the in the community for chat. So, uh, and I don't want to I don't want to have that I don't want to feel like I'm putting that because and it's and it, that's really really important to me. So I don't want to I don't want to bring in a mod where I where it's kind of a, still a little on the iffy side where I don't know exactly what I want because then I it's not fair to them. So that's that's also part of the reason why I don't we don't have any mods and. If I did something where I brought in a secondary person, then I would have them as like a temp mod, and I think we'd be able to to work something up. But 
Well, uh, Chris, I really like the idea of doing uh, something with channel points and then having a secondary person come in and spawn stuff in. Because I think, are can you use commands to to summon creatures on people? Is that I guess I guess that would make that would have to be a thing, isn't it? And I'm assuming these integration things uh, would just activate those commands. I don't know. We'll we'll figure something out. One of these days we'll do we'll do something like that. The only the only other problem though is doing it with channel points is some people are so loaded with channel points and uh that it it makes it so that there's certain things we'd have to make really really expensive and then that wouldn't really be fair to the people that are just showing like if someone if someone's been recently discovered the stream and they've been watching for like a week or two um there's no way they would have the same amount of points as someone who's been just kind of lurking for for months and months and they've never really spent points much so then having something like one million channel points for a wither is funny but then it's like the only people that can really participate in something like that are the people that are that have been watching for so long so <laughs> why are you hating on my 160k points spent? <laughs> my point exactly right so it's got to be it's got to be done in a way where it's points that are accumulated over time and there's ways to do that there are different like i have a bot that can track that and i can create currencies and i can have it to certain commands go with it so all of that stuff's easy to do we can easily implement that but then it's just figuring out kind of how to how to do it with the other person i know one of the ways i thought about doing it is if i had if i opened up my laptop <clears throat> I could have it so that uh, if I if I did a server, I could have it so that the bot's running on my laptop and then the cursor is just placed inside the server, inside the server thing. And then as people redeem things, then the bot would just do it. It would run the where it would just be like type out these letters and hit enter. We would, and then we could we could do it that way. Actually, that, that might not be a bad idea. I'll have to play around with some stuff with that. That could work. Actually, that could work really well, because then if it was done that way, we could get things done intricately as well, where it was it it affected. So if I had a server running, right, and there was a bunch of us playing and it didn't matter who joined, right, we'd be able to have it set up. So someone we'd have a command or a redemption where you'd be like exclamation mark um, in like a exclamation mark mending space and then they type in the person's name and then the bot would go in and it would just do like the command for like enchant blah so and so mending and so then it would just like give like we could do that we could do like spawn there's there's actually a lot of ways you might be able to do this this is kind of neat okay we're uh, we won't i don't know if it's something that would work so we won't talk too much about it but uh, i'll play around with it because that, that could actually be kind of cool because then any commands that are done in minecraft we could set up um special uh Special things that would just run the commands and it would just, in, on my laptop, it would just type it directly into the command console. So, mm, that'd be kind of cool. I like that idea. All right. Well, I'll, I'll also go and look around because if we can find a something that does the, uh, if there's an integration, that, if we can find the right kind of integration to be able to, to just do that, that'd be awesome. Because there's, you know, I guess, I don't know, I'd, yeah, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of different ways we could do that. And uh, there's well, a lot more ways now, thanks to the ideas you guys just came up with. So thank you. That's going to be really cool. Um, oh, next week on Wednesday, I'll throw the event. I'll mark an event down for it right after stream. I will uh, star this so I know to do a, uh, 
event post after this. But next week, part of the Vassant Rising SMP, we well, we're the, basically the competition starts now. If anybody is in uh, in our stage right now and they they're on the Vassant SMP, you've got a bit of an advantage of everybody else because I'll post uh, I'll post I'll post tomorrow about it. Uh, but we're going to be doing a competition where uh, basically your goal is to build an altar and a statue in reverence to the goddess that watches over the world of Vassant Rising. And then whoever creates the most extravagant and beautiful, basically monument not really monument but like altar and statue combined together uh they will gain the blessing of uh of the goddess that watches over the world so if you guys play if anyone here plays on the vasant smp uh or you're listening to the the podcast version of this after then you've got a bit of an advantage because i'll i'll talk about i'll basically i'll save it till the end of stream tomorrow so i can give you guys as much time so uh not that it really i mean an, an extra c- bunch of hours doesn't really make much of a difference for you but you know you still have it so <laughs> oh man i'm uh i still i'm still really pumped for thursday i think it's gonna be a lot of fun so i'm hoping you guys enjoyed as much as i do um oh i should message sigma i think sigma's back today uh so that because i i originally told him we weren't gonna run the realm until he was back until he was available and technically he's available tomorrow so i'll message him and let him know that i'm doing that for that we've got the realm open for for open play back on our old world so I've, I left another note for myself there. Um, oh, guys. So I've been huge into this Korean drama called Our Beloved Summer, and I've been watching it nonstop basically for the last week and a half. I thought there were only nine episodes, and I thought I was I sat down to watch the last episode today because it also felt like it was building up to this last episode. And then the episode ended and I was like, wait a minute, there's no conclusion here. And then I went and I started scrolling through Netflix. Turns out there's 16 episodes. It's just that episode nine was the most recent one out. And what they're doing is it's there's three episodes that come out every week. So you get like Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, you get three episodes in a row. Oh, oh I'm so pumped for it. It's I love the show. I love the show so much. I'm I'm on this huge Korean drama kick. And I, I honestly feel it's because this this last anime season and so far the anime season right now it feels like it's been very lacking i don't know i don't know if i became a lot more picky and analytical of the shows since i when i was doing the son of a geek podcast stuff or or the weekly anime lineup but i've just i don't know there's just i i nitpick a lot more i expect a lot more out of these shows i don't i i have a harder time just starting watching um without i don't know i just i i just here there, there's a show that came out today and it seemed like it was going to be really cool it was about these characters that are these heroes that are going on this uh journey to go and destroy these evil nasty spiritual creatures that are taking over people and making them do evil things and it seemed really cool. The concept and everything was really great, but it's just, it rushes through everything so fast and it's pacing is so bad. It, it basically, it, it, I think the person, it feels like the person writing it had these ideas that they wanted to do and they decided that 
to uh, to get to this idea. They needed to rush through all the setup. They needed to just be like, okay, this is the story. This is the characters going on the adventure. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna start the story where nobody's met each other, and then for the for f- ten minutes, we're gonna rush through everybody meeting together, everybody getting grouped together, everybody starting to know a little bit about each other's backstory, and then we're gonna spend the last fourteen minutes of this battle to show that hey, there's gonna be a lot of battles and there's gonna be action, and then it just it just it was just ah. I'm just disappointed in it. And it feels like there's a ton of shows that go that direction where just everything feels rushed. And I wonder if it's because manga, sometimes mangas don't translate well into animes. Because I feel like the pacing in a manga is much different than in an anime. Or at least how it's written out. It can be. Uh, Spend if you're disappointed, then I'll be disappointed too. It's a, it's a very strong possibility. The show that I watched today was... Oh, where is it? Oh, was it on? Oh, it wasn't even on Crunchyroll. It was on Funimation. Funimation's usually the one that disappoints me the least. The one I watched was Fantasia Songo Realm of Legends. It sound. It seemed really cool. I don't know. It, it, there was that one. I also tried watching. I tried watching one the day before, and I just gave up on it. It was the strongest sage with the weakest crest. It was this idea of this like really powerful guy reincarnating himself or this really powerful sage reincarnating himself into another world. And uh, I don't know. It was just another one where it just kind of rushed through things and it it's 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 just it's very, very quickly paced. I just I don't know. It's too much for me. You're not going to lie. You like manga because it's easy to keep track of what's going on. That's fair. I think what it is is in a manga you've got the different panels and the pacing i don't think the pacing is as important in a manga because the pacing is kind of decided based on how we read it some people read through it really fast so you know pacing will seem really quick other people will read through certain sections a lot slower and faster through other sections and so the pacing is kind of how you decide but in the anime the pace i don't know it's it's you know it's tough because you can't really add things in because sometimes that takes away from the manga because you're deviating from the source material. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm really unhappy with it. So, and I think there's only three or four shows this season that I'm really excited for. Uh, one, well, one less now. So, well, we'll see how it goes. Although Attack on Titan, I haven't started yet, but we got part two of the last season. So, Spen being unhappy makes you sad. Well, I'm sorry. Um, if it helps, Demon Slayer, oh my god. Was this week's episode of Demon Slayer incredible? Holy crap. Oh man. Spen, would you like a sheep or an axolotl, perhaps? <laughs> I don't know. There's so many people that I play Minecraft with that get really attached to different animals. And I don't really feel myself. I, I don't I don't know if it's that other people have this animal that they it's kind of like part of their trademark. Like uh we've got Rin, for example, with her sheep. We've got Wraith with the goat, we've got uh axolotls, and sometimes bees with Womble. And so many of the everybody's just got their own animal or mob that they're they're completely uh they're they're just like, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. And I just I can't find myself I can't bring myself to just pick one, you know, if that makes sense. 
there's not one animal over the others that I'm like, this is incredible. I don't really have me and Spencer vibing without an animal or mob to have an attachment to. You didn't know that Wraith likes goats? Yeah. I don't think it comes up very often. I think we only know about it, or a lot of us only know about it because of the Degang SMP, which Wraith doesn't really stream. Well, I don't think she streams at all anymore. Oh, it's goats and llamas. That's right. I forgot about the llamas. I wonder what she likes more. I'd have to guess out of the two, it's probably llamas, but I think goats. I think the reason why goats are more in my mind is because she spent a lot of time looking for that special screaming goat in the Degang SMP. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Oh man, speaking of SMPs, outside SMP, the so we have this trading village that we started working on and I got tired of some of the stuff that was happening in it. So I built this big fence wall around the whole thing. I lit up everything so we don't have to worry about mobs in it. I then built, I, I fancied up our bridge entrance to it and I started building a path back to our main area and I want to turn it into like a like a small castle town and I think that would look really cool but I also I've all I think I've talked about this a lot too I just I love the medieval vibe a lot of people are into the cottage core I'm into the medieval is medieval core a thing is that a thing I love anything to do with medieval whether it's fantasy worlds in movies and books or video games or anime. Oh, it's so great. You're always so scared the goats are going to hit you. I don't think I've I bet I don't think I can count on my hand on, on my hand how many times I've been hit by a goat. Or no. I can count on my hand the amount of times I've been hit by a goat. I honestly think it's only been once or twice. I've never really been headbutted by a goat before in Minecraft. I don't I honestly didn't know it was a thing until I saw this like 20 things you probably didn't know about Minecraft video where it was you can get hit by bike. Oh, there was also a guy that was doing a hardcore run. I think it was his he was on like day 100 and something and then he got headbutted by a goat into a pit of lava and he died. <laughs> is medieval core a thing? I don't know, but you can make it a thing. I hope it is. But I, I don't I think I don't think medieval core would be a thing because I think medieval is something that's built a lot in minecraft cottage core is something that it's like a it's a theme that you don't normally i guess you we see it a lot more often i don't know imagine having a theme you like well i think it's because growing up i read a lot of fantasy books and novels uh oh dude okay speaking of that so dragon lance is my absolute favorite book series of all time it was what i grew reading up there were tons of different books in the series yeah dragon lance uh dragon lance is all one word yeah, and it, 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 I think it, it's got, it like, it's got three different books in each of its series, and it's got a bunch of different series, but each one is kind of connected to each other. Where the it's like there's the first three books about this journey with that the characters are going through, and then the next three books are about those same characters but farther on, and then eventually it's like the these these a couple of their kids and some other people, and we haven't had a dragon. There's actually an animated movie, Dragonlance was popular enough that it got an animated movie and it, it's not very good but i but it's also i think most of their budget went to the voice actors the voice acting in the movie is absolutely incredible maybe we'll sneak we'll sneak watch it in uh, in the discord one of these days <laughs> i'm sure it's fine if we sneak watch that movie it's obscure enough but yeah, Dragonlance is my favorite series. And then it's written by Margaret Ways and Tracy Hickman. And they're finally doing 
another uh there's another three books coming out and i'm super pumped for it so they dragonlance has been a campaign setting in dungeons and dragons for a very long time i think every edition since second edition has had a dragonlance campaign setting welcome to Kryn home of the dragonlance setting yeah yeah that's it so uh oh god and it's got my absolute favorite character of all time which is Raceland Majir. he's he's so I was okay grow, kind of going off on something separate but also related to it I was always into the dark edgy characters um like Sasuke from Naruto was my favorite growing up uh, Raceland was my favorite from Dragonlance because he was like this powerful mage, but he was like dark and kind of like just like he was like evil, but also good, but also conflicted. I th- I think it's I think it's the maybe it's just not so much that it was dark characters, but I always really loved these conflicting characters, like characters that have more. It doesn't have to be morally great, but just where although I guess most of them kind of fit there fit that way. But it's where they've got this, there's this idea of what the character wants, and there's things that they want to achieve, but they know that certain things they wanted, certain things they, to be able to achieve this, there's certain things they have to do that aren't good. And so they're conflicted where it's kind of like, all right, I want to do this, but maybe I shouldn't. And then like, there's a lot of like mental struggle and almost flip-flopping with the character where it, it's, it's kind of like, all right, that's it. You, it doesn't matter anymore. I'm just going to do it. And then it's just like, okay, maybe that wasn't a good, idea. I don't know. I just, I've always loved that kind of stuff. Cause I, it, it always like, for example, that's why I've been super huge into the Korean drama that I've been watching, Our Beloved Summer, because that's all it is with our characters, is it's just the internal struggles of them just going through the, uh, kind of like the some of the relationship stuff that they're they're dealing with, and it's, oh God, it's, oh. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really pumped for it. I feel like there's a lot of that stuff that we've, I don't know, I shouldn't say been missing from modern television, but, uh, it's it's not something we get as much anymore. Where like a lot of movies, it's it's the action or the romance or the drama, and the drama is usually. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I'm trying to find a way to say it where I don't sound all hoity-toity. Because it's I'm not trying to to come across that way. I'm sure I, I'm sure it is. Where it's like ah, I don't want to watch all this modern stuff because it's uh, it's it's not as thinky as I want it to be. <laughs> Spend not being attached to anything in Minecraft me, but the frogs. Well, we don't, frogs aren't in Minecraft yet. We'll see. We'll see how we think about it. I was really, honestly, I was going to be all in on the copper golem. That's what I wanted. If uh, if the copper golem became a thing, the only, I would just, I would, I would just build hundreds of them. Hundreds and hundreds of copper golems and just put them everywhere. Because I think the idea behind them was that copper golems were going to be um, where they would move around for a while and eventually they'd start to rust and like freeze in place. Spencer, don't you always have a dog army? So I have an I have an army of dogs only in Vassant, uh, not Vassant, uh, only in the outset SMP because I'm really small and uh, it's if I have ton like because I'm so small, I can have a ton of dogs and I can run around under like underneath them so people can't hit me, but I can still jump higher than the dog to make attacks. The warden dispensers come from no, no. 
when the warden's introduced, Minecraft becomes a horror game, and then I'm quitting Minecraft. <laughs> right? I hate horror, and that's that's what the warden is. The warden turns Minecraft into a horror game. And that's when I quit Minecraft. That is when I never play again. I would like Minecraft hold the warden. Yeah. Can I get a side of mine or a Minecraft with a side of exploration, but hold the warden? <laughs> right? That's going to be terrifying. I don't want that at all. I mean, it's going to be really cool. Some of the cities and underground stuff, they still keep teasing us. Yeah, yeah. Easy on the warden, right? <laughs> Maybe like drop them down about you know reduce the size by about uh, 75% and then make it so that he doesn't do any damage and i'm all in <laughs> you spend 80% of your time in the caves you're screwed i spend most of my time in strip mines or building stuff on the surface although with the new like for example tomorrow when we go into play minecraft I'm uh, I'm mostly going to be underground in the cave, but I like because I love the new lush caves. I want to build a really cool underground city in in the lush caves. That's the one thing I'm really disappointed about with the Origins mod is that some of the mods we're using haven't updated yet, so we weren't able to move the world into 1.18. And there was a bunch of the underground stuff that I wanted to do, especially as an inchling, it'd be really cool. But it also makes it so that playing other minecraft in 1.18 is more special because we don't have it in outset because outset's not i don't see outset smp as being about the version of the of minecraft and it's more about kind of the interactions that we have with each other so i'm uh so i'm okay that we aren't upgrading it to 1.18 because there's other ways we can do 1.18 like for example tomorrow on the realm it's gonna be fun he two shots you another i know it's terrifying it's, i think that was also unenchanted right and fully enchanted netherite versus unenchanted there's a huge difference too isn't there i feel like there's a huge difference because i think fully enchanted iron armor is better than just regular netherite isn't it spen we should fight a warden together tell you what we'll build a giant pit and we'll put it into the pit and then we'll never speak of it again <laughs> right that's that's what we'll do we'll lock it away so that we never have to deal with it again and we'll just name it Gerald. <laughs> oh, man. Kind of on the topic of Dragonlance and D&D, &D, there's a Kickstarter I backed a long time ago called Orbital Blues, and I finally got the book for it. And Orbital Blues is a tabletop setting based off of Cowboy Bebop, one of my favorite animes of all time. And I'm kind of excited to try some stuff out with it. So there's there's a D&D &D that I play every Sunday on Geek Nation stream. And there's a small possibility that I might take over as DM. Very slight, very slight. So it probably won't happen. But it, and if it doesn't happen, I'm thinking about doing some D and D or some sort of tabletop stuff in the Discord with everybody. I think that'd be kind of cool, uh, dude. Why does the word look like the creature from the Black Lagoon? They they intended for it to look creepy and crazy. The grass that comes along with it. Oh God. <laughs> Chris, have you never heard of Cowboy Bebop? I highly, if you haven't, I highly recommend it. It's an older anime, but it's it's really well done with its character. It's it's like it's it's the epitome of the perfect space western, if that makes sense. I don't know if you ever saw 
Oh, shoot. What's there was a, a space Western by Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon space. I got to Google this. I don't remember what it's called off the top of my head. Firefly. If you've ever seen Firefly, the TV show, and if you enjoyed Firefly, you're probably going to enjoy and really like Cowboy Bebop. Oh, you've never heard of Firefly either? You should check it out. Firefly. Is Firefly on Netflix? I don't think it's on Netflix anymore, is it? I don't even know where you would watch it. Firefly. There's Firefly Lane. Maybe it's on Amazon Prime. You like Firefly? Firefly was really good. If you really liked Firefly Nonsensical and you haven't seen Cowboy Bebop, I recommend it. I believe it's on pretty much everything. I think you can watch it on... Cowboy Bebop's on Netflix now. Because it's got the live action. Watch the anime first before the live action. That's all I... But they ended it and then did a movie to wrap things up. Yeah, they wrapped up most things. About half a year to a year ago, there was some discussions between the cast and even Joss Whedon where he was like, where basically they said that if an opportunity came back up, they would be open to, and even Joss Whedon said would be willing to do a, uh, like to to pick it up again. So that'd be interesting. Although the the guy that played... Uh, the who are the characters from Firefly? I don't, it's been so long since I've watched it. The guy that played Shepard unfortunately passed away, which sucks. You're saying anime is uh, better than live action? Yeah, I for the most part I agree. There's the one live action movie that I liked that I enjoyed more than the anime was Bleach. The live action movie on Bleach, you can find it on Netflix. Probably the best live action movie I've ever seen. Like from based off of an anime. It was really well done. I've I've always struggled with live action re- remakes. Cab- uh, Cab- the Cowboy Bebop live action one wasn't bad, but they did their own stuff with the story, which I mean that's fair, whatever. They decided to do that. They made some choices I wasn't fond of. They did a bunch of other really good things. Uh people who prefer Death Note live action to the anime makes you cry. Oh man, the Death Note anime, I gotta get back in on that. Me and a buddy were watching it every week, and then we were doing a, like a podcast kind of thing on YouTube for it, but we fell off of it. Some family stuff came up that uh, made it difficult for us to keep going. I'm hoping, I'm gonna, I'll talk to him once he's feeling more up to it, and we'll get back into it. Because uh, I want to keep watching Death Note. I'm really enjoying it. I think we made it to episode 12 or 13. I think so. Somewhere around there. There's, so there's still a fair amount more to watch with it. But I'm, uh, I really liked it. You've never seen the live action? I saw the live action movie and I thought it was really stupid. And it turned me off from, from finishing the show. I don't, okay. I didn't enjoy Assassination Classroom. I could not get into it. I don't know, I don't know what it was. It was it was hard for me. You loved it? Yeah, I don't know. I just I think at the time there was a girl I was dating that was really big into Assassination Classroom and there was another one where it was about a bunch of kids in some like battle death mystery game with some talking bear Danganronpa or something like yeah, Danganronpa. Uh, she was really big into both of those and she just talked about them all the time and I just couldn't do it. But then I, I know, I know for sure Danganronpa isn't my kind of show cause I've never really been a big fan of the death game things. 
I, I couldn't do it. Uh, you have critics about the show for Death Note, and you think it was, uh, but you think it was overall good. I'm interesting to hear what your critics are. Do, do your critiques go into the spoiler stuff, or is it just about like certain decisions they made with like writing it? Uh, if it's spoiler, because I don't. I, if it's spoiler stuff, oh yeah, we don't want to know about it then. We don't want to know about it then. When I finish watching Death Note, which probably won't be for a while, but when I do. Nonsensical, we'll have to talk. We'll have to talk about it because I'm really curious about what uh, what you've got now. You don't remember a lot of Death Note? Oh god, I'm I'm really enjoying it. I wanna I got I wanna pick it back up again. It was really good. But like I was saying before, Cowboy Bebop, please check it out. If you like anime and you're not sure what you want to watch, Cowboy Bebop is free on it's not free, but it's on Netflix. It's a it's a highly highly recommended check it out kind of thing. At least for me, anyways. But yeah, if okay, so my question for you guys, if we did a tabletop kind of thing, like not like a campaign, but a one shot or a two shot or something like that, what kind of what kind of setting would you guys want? Would we want to do something more of like fan like traditional fantasy? Would we want to do something more space, more on the adventure, more on the uh, the journey stuff? Your friend found a Sword Art Online remake. Wait, what? What do you mean Sword Art Online Remake? For D&D? Ooh, that's kind of cool. I'll have to check that out. Oh, okay. I really, really like Sword Art Online. A lot of people have had a, have mixed things on it, but I think I thought Sword Art Online was amazing. Minus the cabin episodes. I absolutely... Yeah, see? James knew exactly what was coming next. Except the cabin. The cabin episodes were absolute bullcrap. That's right. I said it. I hated it so much because it was so it was it just it took away from the pacing of the show. And God, see, and I think that's one of my biggest complaints with a lot of the shows that seem to be coming out this uh, season is they they set up the first show should set you up with the expectations of what you're going to be experiencing in a show. It should give you the pay, a general idea of what the pacing of the episodes are going to be, what's kind of like the limits of the world or whether there are no limits and just kind of the general. Occasionally it can have other things that that happen here or there, but uh, uh, the, the cabin, ex- cabin episodes are the perfect example of just. What do you call it? What do you call it when they fan service? Yeah, it was just it was. It was like the bottom of the barrel kind of fan service that's just the worst, in my opinion. If they'd taken the cabin episode and they'd 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 spaced everything that they wanted us to get out of the cabin episode, if they'd spaced that out over half a season of the show and just sprinkled in little bits here and there of like this relationship building between the two of them and then this this little fairy uh being their child and you know, whatever, that's fine. But just to to del- to f- to just take us out of the whole show for four episodes, four or five episodes, to just sit us in a cabin. It was, ugh. If you took out, and the other thing, if you took out the cabin episodes from the show, it wouldn't make a difference to the to the rest of the show. You wouldn't even know. It just it just would have been better. <laughs> There's the start out of online fifth edition conversion. Nice. I'll have to go. I've bookmarked that. I'll have to go check that out after. Is that your suggestion for a for a, a tabletop kind of thing? Because I I'm I am serious. I do want to run a tabletop kind of maybe. <laughs> well, I'll mark that down. Because even if it's just like a one shot, 
play for a couple hours. We all hang out. You love Sword Art Online Progressive. What was Sword Art Online Progressive? I never remember the names of any of these. Sword Art Online Progressive. Is that the movie? Oh, it's a light novel series. The first film they brought out. I don't think I've seen that yet. I'll have to check that out. I don't think I don't think I've seen any of the Sword Art Online movies. I'm trying to think the last anime movie that I watched based off a show or that like took place uh, from a show was. Ooh, I don't think it was One Piece. I think it was. It was probably How to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon. When are we getting another? Are we getting another season of that soon? I hope so. It's so good. Oh, one of my favorite animes. That's one where there's a ton of fan service in it, but there's so much other stuff that they've got going on that the fan service doesn't really affect or doesn't play a role in the progression of things that I'm okay with it and I can get past it. They released Sword Art Online Progressive last year for the UK the, for the first film, first film of it all. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. I was worried there were two movies and I might have missed out on one of them. Does the movie take place after our current season or after the last season? I don't even remember what happened at the end of the last season. I remember the boat. I won't say anything else. I guess it's not really a boat. You think it started at the very beginning? Interesting. Okay, I'll have to really check that out then. <clears throat> That's another show that I'm still really enjoying. I, I, it, it's another one of the ones where I think I've always liked kind of like that darker character. The uh, dar Although darker character is not the right way of wording it. Because he's not like a dark character. He's he's more like a. I don't know. Com it's complicated. He, he's 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 a borderline. The main character of Sao, especially in the first season, is borderline brooding. Not quite a brooding, Sasuke, but almost right. Kind of like kind of like pushes the boundaries of. It's like well maybe he could be, but I don't know. It's hard to say. So, but yeah, well. Uh, the other question then too, if we did a tabletop one shot for D&D &D in the Discord with a bunch of you guys, and we, let's say, I think three to four hours is my my safe zone for how I, how long I like a session. So if we did one for three hours, when would be a good time for you guys? For me, it doesn't really matter too, too much. It definitely wouldn't be during stream. I'd, and if it was, if we did it on the same day that there was a stream, it'd probably be an hour after. Just to give me time to wind down from stream. Do some different things that I need to get done. But uh, I feel like an afternoon or, or an evening for me would work well. You don't think you've played a tabletop game before? Okay, nonsensical, it's happening. We're getting you in. You, uh, I think it's, I think it's important to experience it. It's definitely not for everybody, and it's not its not the world's greatest thing. It can be a lot of fun if you have the right group and if it's the kind of setting that you like. But, uh, man, I, I love it. They're, they're so much fun. Well, uh, I think what we should do to, you know, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to do a few different ones over time, but I feel like we should start with something more traditional just because a lot of these conversions typically have some different elements at play that are a little bit more complicated so although the setting it, it's really cool and we're 100 percent going to do an sao one at some point i think we'll start with a traditional D D kind of thing and uh 
just so that it's a little simpler and easier to go. I mean, I can't, I can't do it similar times. It wouldn't be done when the podcasts are done. It would definitely be done before the, before this time. Um, cause it's, it's almost 9 PM for me right now. Oh God. I think I wouldn't want to start one any earlier than 5 PM for me. And if, if that's the latest that I would start one. And if that's the case, that would be three and a half hours before now. So basically we would be ending at the time that the podcast would start. So I guess that'd still be rough for you. We'd be starting playing at midnight for you. Yeah, that'd be pretty late, but that's, that's the absolute latest, right? So the likelihood that we would start then is, is un is, is unlikely. So, and worst case scenario, we'll do, we do a couple ones. We just do them at different times. It's not something that I would want to do it like scheduled every week at the same time. It'd just be something where it's like, Hey, you know, I'm thinking of doing this on this day around this time. Who's available. And then we would just kind of go from there. Just do like one shots. If you don't know what a one shot means in a tabletop setting, it just means it's designed as a one and done. So you sit down and by the end of the three hours you finish and it's, it's good. You could bring your chaotic gremlin. I'm worried to ask what your chaotic gremlin is, Chris. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's... Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're 100% going to do something a little bit more traditional, so... You have a... a sorcerer. <laughs> oh, man. It, it's 100% going to happen. Let's Let's put down a rough time... Right, because if we if we mark time, days on it's today is January the tenth, twenty twenty two. Let's aim by the end of this week. We'll have a time set up for the week after to play, or the week after the week of the. So we'll we'll aim to do our session sometime between Friday the twenty first. And the to the end of, yeah, somewhere between the 21st and the 31st, we'll aim to do a session. We'll figure out a date by the end of this week. All right, James, thanks for hanging out. Have yourself a fantastic rest of your evening, and we'll talk to you later. Uh, I brought her into a level five one shot, and she yeeted a fireball <laughs> without a care for the world. <laughs> uh, that's one of the tough things with one shots is you always have one of those players that's just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just does nothing matters. <laughs> <laughs> but also depends on how the one shot's built. So man, I'm, I'm excited for that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, but yeah, that guys, that's pretty much everything I had planned. She was out for blood. There was this NPC, uh, she wanted vengeance on him. That's fair. That's all right. That's fair then. But yeah, that's all I really had planned. We talked about my Korean drama that I'm loving our beloved summer, which you guys should check out so we can talk about it. Cause I would love to do that. We've got the ultimate chicken challenge, which is going to be tomorrow. No, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. The ultimate chicken challenge is tomorrow. Wednesday. We have the open realm and then Thursday is adventure mode. And then, yeah, we talked about the stuff in the facade rising. Oh, we didn't talk about anything to do with facade rising really. So Monday, the 17th, so that's going to be next Monday. We are doing our Olympic Games. It's going to be all day again, so anybody can participate in it. Basically starting from 8 a.m. Mountain Time all the way up until like 5 p.m. Mountain Time, roughly, or whenever we're going to do the Olympics. 
and uh, it's going to be a whole bunch of new games in it this time. We'll keep a couple of the older ones. We can't keep one of them because people stole my gold bridge walkway. It's all gone. <laughs> I believe most of the gold is in Epsi's pocket, so she profited a lot from the Olympic Games. But I've got a few other ones. Hey, Sir Daku, welcome, welcome. We've got a few other ones that we've got planned. Or I've got a, I've got a few other games I got planned for it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So there'll be a few ones that were there before, but uh, oh god, not the Olympic skin, the gold. <laughs> so that'd be pretty cool. And then, like I was saying before, the final stream will be February third for the Vasant Rising SMP, and that'll also be at the end of that stream on the third will be the final day of, or that'll be the that'll be when the SMP shuts down, and then a few days later. We'll launch up the next SMP and uh, still looking. If people have suggestions for mod packs, they're still more than welcome to go and throw that stuff out. When are we voting for the next SMP? So we're not voting on it. Um, they, I mean, we kind of are. Everybody's giving a suggestion. Everybody's able to suggest mod packs. And then I'm going to go through all the suggestions and narrow it down to a couple that I think would fit best. And then depending on how the final event of the Vasant Rising SMP happens and depending on the outcome of the event, which will make more sense as we get closer to it, then um, then, yeah, depending on how that plays out, that'll decide what the next mod pack is going to be. Uh, I think I've kind of talked about this before. We don't have a name exactly picked yet, but we're kind of going with hoppers. That's what we're naming it. So the idea behind our community server is that every two months we switch to another mod pack. And it's the idea that everybody participating in the mod pack or everybody participating are they're known as hoppers. And it's the we hop they hop from world to world and uh, or hop from quotation marks realm to realm. I, I, we don't have like a great name for it yet. It, we'll, we'll find one that naturally fits with everybody's help later on. Um, but yeah, the idea is that it's hopping from world to world. And there's always a reason why the world worlds are being hopped. Uh, we're hopping from each one. And, uh, yeah. And so then there's, there's a canonical reason as to why this, the mod, like each mod pack ends and another one begins. And uh, it'll make more sense as we get closer. We've there's been a lot of prep work that's gone into the final stream, as well as uh, I think I when do I have it? Yeah, so we have the big lore stream is going to be on the twentieth, and th so that's going to kind of establish and set up um, what's going to be happening on the third. And so that'll like be the prelude to what's going to occur on that day. So you guys will have a lot more of uh, of an idea for it. Uh, you're just spitballing ideas, not like, hey, that's totally fine. I mean, the dimensional discoverers, I like that. I also like uh, the universal explorers. I we I also kind of like Hopper, Universal Hoppers. There's uh there's a ton of great. You know what? We honestly don't even have to come up with a canon name, right? Maybe. Maybe there's like a couple different organizations, right? And they all call themselves something different, right? And each group is a just there. It's it, it, like like guilds, maybe like maybe there's guilds or factions or something like that. Not like competing factions, but that's just what they call themselves. Is they're just the groups, like uh, and and they just they just have their own name for themselves. Where it's like the Dimension Discoverers or or the Universal Explorers or like the the Hoppers. Like maybe there's something like that. That might be kind of neat. So I don't think I'll ever decide exactly what 
everybody what what everybody calls themselves unless there's something that just fits and we're someone suggests something and we're all just like what perfect that's what we need like that's that's amazing then uh, we'll just kind of go with people who can just call themselves whatever they want and then we'll have like uh we'll just use the term hoppers for now as like the uh the blanket umbrella term for <laughs> for it i guess until yeah until the the one perfect term comes out so have you not heard of that blanket like the like a blanket term or like a a blanket solution it's just known as like a it's like a how a blanket covers everything yeah like an umbrella term right yeah like the um, umbrella yeah umbrella is the same kind of thing like a the a blanket term or an umbrella term yeah i've always really liked blanket terms but that's cuz blankets are really comfortable and they keep you warm and being warm is nice <laughs> So I like that. I wasn't planning on uh, doing uh, figuring anything out uh, canonically, but I think we've we've decided on it, where uh, or at least the idea that uh, the possibility of different uh, different names for it. So yeah, this is what I love about doing a community thing like this. I've always wanted to be a part of like a community like community server kind of thing. Like the like being a part of the gang SMP was a lot of fun being able to to be be in this world. But I've always wanted to do something on more of a I don't want to use the word grand scale, but that's basically what it is. Where it's just like a, on a bigger scale with just tons of people where having such a, a a large diverse amount of people means there's so many different ideas that come into play and then there's so many things that'll come from it and will happen that wouldn't happen otherwise. Like some of the battles and the wars that we've had and some of the new creations and things that are being built and what people are doing in the server are incredible. The ideas people have had for the server and for things coming out after the server, there's no way it would be as cool as it is for me right now if it wasn't for everybody else. So I love that. I mean, you wanted to make an SMP, but there's already a few with everyone else's community, so you just didn't bother. But you can you can do that if you want, though. There's nothing, there's nothing stopping you. You know, just... If you if you want to make an SMP, just go for it. Come up with a come up with a cool thing for it that that drives people to want to be a part of it, and then you won't you won't have any issues. Sometimes coming up with the the cool idea is the hardest part. I I sat on trying to come up with stuff for the for our SMP stuff for a while, and honestly, it it kind of birthed by uh by uh by an accident. There was a lot of stuff that started to fall apart with the Pixelmon SMP, and then the idea of doing different mod packs just kind of came from there. And now it's uh, now it's just kind of a thing. So, who knows? You you could even just start planning it out and working on it, and then someday in the future, if you find you've got the right fit for it, then it's all good to go, and you can jump on it. Plus, who knows what other cool ideas will come from it? Uh, but if it uses mods, then my computer might fight. Love you in a vanilla SMP. Nothing wrong with that. But yeah, guys, it's pretty much 9 p.m. My, uh, I've put in my time. <laughs> my shift is up. <laughs> it's time for me to get out of here. I gotta go take the dog for a walk. It's it's warmed up enough that we don't have to put his boots on him every time uh, so that he can, uh, he can actually just go out and relax out in the snow now instead of everything being way too close. It's 4 a.m., Spencer. What do you mean? <laughs> it's, I couldn't, oh, man. If I, I think I stopped staying up till 4 a.m. years ago. I couldn't do it anymore. I used to do it sometimes. I guess that's not true. I've done it 
Okay, honest to God, ever since I started doing the Minecraft uh, videos, like these last four weeks, I've I've had pulled more late nights than I have in probably the last three years combined. It's insane. It's been good, though. It's been good. Oh, oh, I didn't tell you guys. This, I guess you guys might have seen it in the events. This Friday, we've got our video from the uh, from the stream we did on Monday. Uh, I'm gonna be editing it down and uh, putting it into the video for YouTube of Rin's funeral. So I'm <laughs> I'm excited for that. I'm uh, the okay. Last thing before I go on Twitter, we gotta bother Rin about this because I really wanted to do this. I think it'd be really fun, especially because the whole thing was about her. Uh, like her her death. Uh, but she put out this tweet about... Let me see if I can find it here quickly. Oh, sorry. Sunday, not Monday. Yeah, the stream on Sunday. She... Uh... Oh, no. Where was it? She, uh, she made a tweet about doing some sort of reaction video. Or something like that, or like some sort of reaction thread. I don't know what that means with thread, but some sort of reaction thing to it, and I would love to see that. So I'm hoping I hoping she puts something to like that together when she gets back. Because it'd be it'd be I really wish we could have done that whole thing with her around, but it wouldn't have been the same. Cause I would have just liked to go back to see her reaction when she saw her giant face. So today slash yesterday was Monday for you, it's Tuesday. That'd be really funny. I really, I hope so. You miss Ren? Yeah, it's unfortunate she's gone. <laughs> she was a brave person. Slash ghost. She will be missed forever. Until she returns in like another week or so or whatever it is from her vacation. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to lock down the command center. Have yourselves a fantastic one. I'm looking forward to next Monday. Bye-bye, baby spin. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye, Sudaku. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out. That's all I got for you. And that's another episode. Thanks for hanging out this far, and if you want to catch more of my content, there's a link to my Discord in the podcast episode notes. And if you want to catch this podcast live, you can do so at 8 p.m. Mountain Time every Monday. We're hanging out talking in our Discord server. You can also find me on youtube.com slash spontaneous with weekly uploads on Fridays, as well as I'm live on twitch.tv slash spontaneous every Monday to Thursday, 8 a.m. Mountain Time to around 10 a.m. Sometimes even a little longer. Depends on what we're doing. 